Welcome back to the Casket Minds Podcast, your destination for all things gaming, including the latest in game industry news, in-depth reviews, gameplay impressions, and much more. I'm your host, Drewby Drewby Drew. Unfortunately, today I'm not joined by Mitch, so you're just going to have me for this episode. Um, anyways, though, it's been a while. Where the heck have we been? Well, uh, Mitch and I are pretty busy, um, you know, outside of podcasting. Uh, we do and gaming we do have a lives uh which is kind of surprising um anyways though uh we're about to get back into the swing of things uh so you can expect a lot more content coming soon um but for the podcast we're probably just going to go to a bi-weekly schedule um, and we might switch up the upload dates from fridays to a different uh day during the week um but we'll definitely keep y'all updated on that um anyways though before we dive into the latest gaming news We'd like to thank you once again for all the support. And if you want to keep supporting our show, be sure to subscribe to our channel, give a thumbs up on our video, and follow us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and Twitter at Casket Minds. And don't forget to share it with your friends and family. All right, so starting with the first story of the day Starfield has finally gone gold. I cannot believe I'm actually saying that, but we're only a few weeks away. From its release now um if you have the early access it starts on september 1st um otherwise the game releases on september 6th for all the standard editions um but yeah the game's officially gold uh it's around 125 gigabytes of uh storage on consoles and then on pc it's closer to 140 gigabytes um no surprises there honestly we already knew it was going to be a massive game so you know that and all honestly there's so many games these days that are dropping at a, a, over 100 gigabytes so it's something that we should come to expect moving forward from uh these next gen consoles uh which is unfortunate um but hopefully we can start seeing some more games with uh smaller game sizes um or at least file sizes i should say uh but yeah so Starfield has gone gold, um, which is really exciting. I mean, this game has been in development for probably around eight years, and I think it was like five or six years ago when we first got the announcement of the game. Uh, so that's really crazy that we're just weeks away from its release and we'll finally have our hands on it. Um, but yeah, like since uh, Starfield has gone gold, there's like a lot of new information on it. So yeah, uh, the devs did a Q&A on Discord, I believe, um, and they dropped some really cool new details about Starfield. Um, so it is a Bethesda game, and like every Bethesda game ever, always has the ability to have your own houses uh, within their games, um, and Starfield is no different here. Um, so they said there's going to be player housing in all of the major cities in the game. Uh, some will be rewards from quests. Uh, and others have to be purchased. And there's going to be at least one in each of the main cities. Um, and if it's anything like Skyrim, I'm sure you can expect to uh, see housing on like smaller cities or smaller locations. Uh, like a little bit more like secret houses that you can get. And then also, you know, you can make outposts in the game. Uh, so you can like make your own house if you want to as well. Um, but yeah, that's like a really cool detail. It just adds some... Uh, levels of immersion to the game and obviously like i'm sure you can like store items there and i don't know maybe they have like different secrets and stuff uh within those houses maybe some cool lore and storytelling stuff um 
But yeah, so that's uh, one of the new details. Another one that they talked about uh, was the kid stuff trait. So if you remember from the gameplay reveal, uh, they showed off this thing called traits. And it's essentially like these little modifiers that you can add to the to the gameplay that uh, make these like small changes or sometimes big changes to the gameplay loop. And it just adds these like really interesting features. Uh, so they talked about the kid stuff one, which they did reveal at the gameplay um, during Summer Game Fest or during the Xbox showcase, um, where you can actually like have parents uh, in the game and you can uh, you have to like pay for their housing and stuff like that. Um, and so it like just adds this extra layer of like role playing to the game. Uh, but they just revealed that your parents will be based on your uh your character's look. So kind of like uh Fallout 4 and the way that they did that. Um so that's really interesting. Uh and they also hinted at a lot of like cool story moments uh or like dialogue choices and stuff like that that we're going to be able to get with that trait. Um so for y'all who are really into role playing, uh that's going to be a really fun uh way to play the game. Uh, and it also has a lot of replay ability so if you don't do that on your first playthrough do it again uh or do it for your first time on another playthrough um so another thing they revealed that's actually related to the traits um so in the game you can choose a background and there's like a bunch of different ones you can choose from uh and those will give you like different skills and stuff like that um and so they said that you can actually choose an anonymous background and you can choose to go with no traits if uh, none of the options are really anything that you're into um, because like some of the uh, some of the uh, backgrounds or some of the traits do have drawbacks. So like the kid stuff trait, uh, you have to pay like a monthly in-game fee for your parents housing. Um, so that can be like a little bit difficult because like maybe you're blowing all your money away to upgrade your ships or something like that. And then, oh, you don't have enough for the for the monthly rent. Uh, so that's something that you're going to have to watch out for. So if you're not like into all of those like smaller modifiers and like different skills and drawbacks that you can get from choosing those, uh, you can choose to opt out of that. Um, so there's like a lot of freedom in the gameplay, it seems like, which is really cool. Um, so yeah, another really cool detail. Um, so obviously like you can smuggle stuff and steal stuff and throw, throw that cargo onto your ship. Um, and like when you pick up those contraband items, uh, you know, if you're flying to different star systems, uh, that can be detected by the, I, I guess like, I don't know if you want to call it like the space police. I, I don't really remember uh, what they're calling the the law enforcement uh, in Starfield, but we're just going to go with space police. Uh, but they can detect that stuff on your ship. So you can actually get upgrades for your ship to hide those items um and there is actually a faction that you can join that's all about uh smuggling um so that would definitely be like a really good upgrade if you're gonna choose to join that faction or if you you know just want to steal stuff in general definitely will want to be getting one of those upgrades for your ship um and then speaking of like the law system in the game uh they did confirm that there's a jail system kind of like there is in skyrim uh, so you can choose to either pay a fine or you can try and escape when arrested, just like Skyrim. This is like basically a Bethesda staple right here. Um, 
and obviously like i keep comparing this to skyrim but i know like it's not fair to compare skyrim to starfield since it's such a different game and obviously it is a bethesda game but it really seems like something new uh and uncharted for them uh no pun intended since they're going to uncharted star systems um but yeah so that that's really exciting again that just adds a lot of uh replayability and a lot of extra uh like gameplay elements to the game so that's really exciting news um and then uh another really interesting detail uh they revealed so obviously like we knew that there's going to be like three i think it was at least three new religions that they designed specifically for this game uh that are related to stuff within the story and like the world building uh but they also said that there's going to be existing real life religions within the game and like certain characters will uh like represent uh those religions um and you can choose to join uh different religions if you want to which will add different gameplay elements different uh side quests and dialogue choices uh within the game so that's really interesting stuff uh the three main new religions that they added uh the first one's called the sanctum universum uh which they believe that god physically exists within the universe and grab jumping between different planets and the ability to travel the stars is god's way of saying come find me um that's just like really interesting stuff uh it's always cool to see like really in-depth um like world building within bethesda games um that's what i love about skyrim that's what i love about fallout so it's really cool to see that uh the other two are the enlightened which are organized atheists they don't believe in the higher power and uh they rather that humans uh take care of one another so like a very like humanistic uh kind of faction that you can join and then the third one uh is called the house of varun i don't know if that's how you pronounce it but i'm just gonna assume so and they believe that this thing called the great serpent will encircle the universe and devour every non-believer um and so i'm assuming uh the the serpent that they're referencing is probably some sort of alien or something like that uh maybe that's something that you can discover within the game which would be really cool um so yeah uh another really cool detail they revealed there are going to be over 20 named characters who can join your crew uh, four of them are from the constellation which is the main faction in the game uh, that faction is going to be driving the main narrative and the main story of the game um, but yeah those four crew members are going to be the main focus in your uh, in your companions however they're gonna there's going to be 16 others that will also be named characters and then there's also just random crew members that you can just pick up and throw into your crew um, I don't think they've said how many crew members you can have on your ship um so if you can have all 20 at the same time i don't know maybe you can have more maybe you can have less uh we'll just have to wait and see whenever we get our hands on the game um and then another thing related to crew members uh so when you assign a crew member to an outpost which is something that you can do so you can set up outposts and build them on different planets um and if you assign a crew member to one of those outposts, you only have to do a one-time payment. So you don't have to do like an in-game monthly fee for their salary or anything like that. Uh, so it's not going to be like too intense uh, for more casual gamers, uh, which is honestly good to hear. Um, but it would be cool if they did have the ability to have it a little bit more difficult um, 
maybe maybe there is uh if there isn't i'm sure people will mod that in uh try and make it feel like a persona game or something like that um and then companion skills do not level up they stack with the player skills when relevant um so that's an interesting thing so i guess you're not going to be leveling up your companions um and i think what they mean by they stack with the player skills uh is like if you're skilled within like hacking computers or something like that and maybe your companion is too i think the level of your companion and then the level of your own skills are going to stack and like double or something like that um but i could be i could be misreading that or misunderstanding that um so that's something that we'll get much more clarity on whenever the game releases or maybe whenever the review embargo drops uh, which, by the way, reviews for the game are going to be dropping on August 31st, so one day before the early access period. Um, so yeah, really soon, just a few weeks away. Um, and then the last little detail that they announced, um, there have been some animated shorts that I've, they've been releasing like over the past few weeks. Uh, there's no dialogue in them, um, which is a really interesting choice, uh, but the animation is super cool. Uh, and it just like adds some some world building and kind of shows different parts of the universe um and so they showed some mechs that are in uh that are in these shorts and i guess uh they said that they're going to be leftover mechs from the colony war which is something that happened within the lore i think like maybe like a hundred years or something like that maybe it was sooner i can't remember uh you can definitely check it out on the Starfield website. They've got a timeline of all the events. But there's this huge war, and they they used a bunch of mechs and stuff. Uh, and I guess there's going to be a bunch of old mech battlegrounds that you'll be able to find in the game, uh, and a bunch of like secrets and cool lore related to all that stuff. Um, so yeah, just a bunch of like really exciting little gameplay features here and there, stuff that like we weren't really sure if it was confirmed or not, but we like kind of speculated on. Uh, and then also just some really cool world building stuff. Um, so that's all like just really exciting news. I can't wait to get my hands on this game. I've been waiting so long for it. Um, and I'm a huge Bethesda fan. So I'm really hoping it, like, you know, Fallout 76, like at, at its current state now, it's actually a pretty solid game. Uh, and they made a lot of great improvements to it. Um, but it's still not a perfect game. And obviously when it released it had a lot of issues so that's something that was just like really unfortunate um with with the the release of fallout 76 um so i'm really hoping starfield is kind of a return to form with bethesda um because that's just you know that's the bethesda that i've missed so uh where i'm really really hoping that uh starfield is going to be a massive hit for them not only for my own sake because i want it to be really good uh, but for every gamer out there, um, definitely really excited to get my hands on it and it'll be really soon. Um, but yeah, so moving on to our second news story of the day, uh, Modern Warfare 3 was officially refi- uh, <laughs> officially announced and revealed. Um, so yeah, officially. Uh, but yeah, it was officially announced and revealed. Uh, we've got a closed beta coming out um, uh, starting off on PlayStation from October 6th through the 10th and then on all platforms through the 12th and the 16th. Um, 
So there's a lot of they actually announced a lot of stuff yesterday. They did a big like in-game Modern Warfare 2 Warzone event uh revealing the game and it was actually really cool. I I was able to hop in and um it was just like a really cool experience. It was like a co-op thing where all of the different squads are working together on different points of the map to like launch these missiles and stuff. It was really interesting and then like everything ends with uh the the uh trailer reveal for modern warfare um now this trailer reveal uh it was specifically just for the campaign so it kind of gave you an idea of like what's going on uh makarov is obviously back they teased him in modern warfare 2 um and you know he's one of the most iconic gaming villains uh, especially for call of duty he is probably the most iconic villain um so you know of course they they have to bring him back like why not right uh but yeah like the game's looking really awesome uh, graphically. It looks like a major improvement from Modern Warfare 2, which Modern Warfare 2 already is a great-looking game, uh, but just everything looks that much better in this. Um, so as far as the campaign goes, uh, it takes place right after Modern Warfare 2. Um, it's going to feature the loca- local locations from Verdansk, which was the Warzone 1 map. Uh, so we're going to be going back to Verdansk. Um, half of the missions are going to be linear story missions, while the other half of the missions are going to be open combat. Uh, so I think it's going to be kind of like how Modern Warfare 2 was. There was one mission where you had a sniper rifle and you had to like kind of sneak around and you had a lot of options on how you wanted to go about the mission. Um, but something they said is like on these open combat missions, you'll be able to choose your loadout. Uh, you can plan out how you want to traverse through the map there's going to be side objectives and yeah like there's going to be a lot of replayability with these missions because there's always going to be something new and exciting to find on all of your replays because i guess you won't be able to see everything um in in one run of those missions so that'll be like really interesting um definitely a bold new direction for call of duty campaigns it's something a little bit more ambitious and they're kind of they're kind of breaking away from just the standard linear stuff and they've been like going towards that direction for a while now. So I think this is an ongoing trend and who knows, maybe eventually we'll end up seeing a fully open world call of duty. Um, but yeah, so uh, once again, you're playing as task force one for one, uh, Makarov is going to be in the game shepherd. Um, a lot of those characters from the previous two games, uh, and then also, returning characters from the original modern warfare trilogy um and another thing they stated is that after modern warfare 3 uh they're actually going to continue the story for modern warfare so i'm assuming we're going to see a lot more modern warfare games in the future from infinity ward and potentially sledgehammer as well um but yeah now to the actual gameplay changes um so for gameplay and for multiplayer uh they're bringing in 150 health uh usually the standard for modern warfare 2019 and modern warfare 2 uh was 100 health and headshots did a huge amount of damage and the time to kill was very very fast which was something that a lot of people didn't like uh me personally i don't care i'm fine with it um the 150 health i'm just a little bit concerned that it might be too much and it might be too bullet spongy um, but I'm sure that they'll be able to iron that out with play tests and the beta tests that are upcoming. Um, so hopefully it feels good. Uh, one 
or actually two really exciting things that they're doing though is they're bringing the classic minimap back so there's going to be red dots whenever people fire their weapons um which is great uh, and then if people have suppressors they won't show up on the uh radar for that um and then they're bringing back map voting which is something that we haven't seen since like the xbox 360 and ps3 era i'm pretty sure it's been a really long time uh so that's really exciting because that's something that just doesn't really exist in games anymore like you rarely see map voting unless it's something like rainbow six siege where you're uh voting to ban maps uh instead of voting which map to choose and then it's still randomized from a pool of like three different maps um so this is like really really exciting news uh and it's gonna make it just feel like classic call of duty again um, and speaking of that, they're bringing back Reload Cancel, which was something they took away in Modern Warfare 2. Uh, they're bringing back Slide Canceling uh, and a lot more. Um, all perks are going to be active from the start of the match, which was something they changed up in Modern Warfare 2 as well. So they're kind of reverting a lot of changes, and they're bringing back a lot of old features that, that are like fan favorites. Um, so the game is going to launch with six brand new maps, and then all 16 launch maps of the original Modern Warfare 2 from 2009, uh, and they're going to be full-on remakes. They're not going to be within the Warzone map. They're going to be full remakes of the original settings and maps from the original Modern Warfare 2, and they chose to do that because they wanted to have a celebration for Call of Duty's 20th anniversary, which is this year. Um, there's going to be four Ground War maps, uh, and then they're also bringing back the War mode from Call of Duty World War II. Uh, which that mode was really fun, super underrated. Um, so that's pretty exciting to bring that back. Um, they're also going to have all of the standard game modes that you can come to expect, like EDM, Domination, Hardpoint, Kill Confirmed, all that good stuff. Um, and then another new feature that they're adding uh, is uh, something called like tactical aiming. Um, and it's going to be like kind of an in-between, or sorry, it's called tack stance. That's that's what I meant to say. Uh, it's going to be in-between a full ADS and a hip fire. So it kind of sounds like point firing. Um, so it'll be a little bit more accurate than hip firing. Um, and it'll probably add some interesting skill gaps to the game. Uh, and that'll be across all the modes, Modern, War or, yeah, Modern Warfare's campaign, uh, Warzone, and multiplayer. Um, so that'll be really interesting to see. Uh, and then another thing that they announced is that they're going to be having zombies in Modern Warfare for the first time. Um, it's not going to be the standard round-based zombies. It's going to be much more like Outbreak, but like a mixture of Outbreak and DMZ. It's going to be a fully open-world map, uh, up to 24 players with six-player squads. Um, it's PvE only, so the other squads are going to be working with you. Um, and so, like, basically, there's going to be missions and objectives that you can do within the matches. Uh, and there's going to be buy stations, ammo depots, wall buys, mystery boxes, pack-a-punch, like, all the stuff that you've come to expect from zombies. Um, and then you can exfil with rewards. So, like, in order to get out of the map, you have to get to an exfil and exfil out of the map. Um but yeah, in, in those regards, it's going to be like DMZ where you can go in, grab loot, and then you can bring it into your next match. So like if you get a ray gun and pack a punch that thing, well, you can exfil with it if you survive and you can bring it in with, with you to the next match. Um, 
And I guess the way it works, uh, like some Call of Duty content creators got to see gameplay of it. And you start off on the outskirts of this map and you move your way in. And on the outskirts, it's just regular zombies. But as you get closer and closer to the center of the map, you get more and more crazy enemies. Um, and there's going to be like a lot of just the different like cool zombie monsters and bosses that they've introduced in all of the zombie games. And they're bringing them back like the mimic from Black Ops Cold War and stuff like that. Um, and then there's also going to be a cinematic storyline. Uh, that was, I don't know if Treyarch is leading it, but it's going to be tied to the Treyarch Zombies storyline. Uh, so everything that has been leading up to this, uh, they're just going to continue it within the Modern Warfare universe, um, which is really interesting. But yeah, so Modern Warfare 3 is on the way. It's releasing in uh, November. Um, and again, the the beta is going to be from the 6th to the 10th for PlayStation, and then 12th to 16th across all other platforms. Um, so if you want to try it out, definitely go ahead and jump into that whenever it releases. Um, so for our third and final story for the day, uh, Rockstar has acquired two different modders. Um, so... If you don't know, GTA 5 has a massive modding community, um, especially for like role playing mods. Um, and so the biggest role, rock, rock star role play uh, creators have been acquired by um, they've been acquired by Rockstar, uh, which is really crazy because they've been keeping uh, GTA 5's multiplayer going for a long time with like all this cool role playing role playing content um which if you're unfamiliar with it they essentially like turn the game into a game of life like you can literally basically do anything in it it's it's really cool stuff i've never gotten the chance to try it out um don't know if i ever will uh but like as an outsider seeing gameplay clips from it it's it's really cool stuff um and you always love to see game developers working with modders rather than working against them. Um, but I think the biggest thing about this news story is that it's going to have some pretty big implications on where they're taking GTA 6 and where they're taking the multiplayer of GTA 6. Uh, because I'm assuming what they're going to be doing is using these modders and these creators who have worked in the community for so long to design some new gameplay features for GTA 6. Like maybe a lot of those role-playing features that you've seen from their mods are going to be implemented into GTA 6, both in the story mode and especially online. Um, but yeah, like, I don't know. That's just really cool because I don't know if these modders have been receiving any financial support for their mods. Like, I don't know how that stuff works, but the fact that they're going to be getting jobs with Rockstar now that's really cool. That's really exciting. Um, and it's it's just good to see the modding community and game developers and publishers working together rather than working against each other. Um, which, yeah, Rockstar has been doing a lot better about that. And then, you know, we've obviously got Bethesda, who they love modders. <laughs> like, even with Starfield, they're like, yeah, we want you to mod our game. And they even have, like, this creation... Uh, creation engine that you can put mods within the game and everything uh and they're doing that right off launch of starfield sorry to, to pivot a little bit back to starfield i'm just super excited for it um but yeah this is all 
really exciting uh game news um so yeah whether you're a fan of bethesda and are excited about starfield or maybe you've never played a bethesda game and you want to play starfield that's coming out in a few weeks um and then modern warfare 3 uh is coming out within a few months uh with the beta coming out next month or sorry two months from now um and uh you know exciting news of possibly having some publications for gta 6 but uh yeah that's pretty much it for today just a bunch of really exciting and good news uh which is nice because i feel like the last few times we recorded we've had some unfortunate or bad news uh regarding the game industry um but we've had a lot of really exciting things happen lately um which speaking of just random but uh i've been playing baldur's gate 3 and it's super awesome definitely probably going to be the game of the year i feel like um which i know a lot of people are saying uh but as someone who's like a casual dungeons and dragons fan uh it's it's super awesome you don't really need to be a dungeons and dragons fan at all or have to have played the other games to to understand it um it is a turn-based combat rpg uh but it's a very intuitive and it kind of jumps you in right away and like kind of teaches you how to go about that combat and everything i didn't feel like it was too overwhelming for me um so i definitely feel like even if you're more of a casual person uh there there is even difficulties that you can lower uh like one of them is explorer mode which is focused on just story and exploring and the combat's going to be a lot easier for you um so definitely would check that game out if you're wanting like just a really really awesome super in-depth and intuitive uh rpg to jump into i highly recommend it um i've played i don't know maybe about like 10 to 15 hours of it so far it's really great um i'm loving it so far but yeah once again uh thanks for joining us on the casket minds podcast um and you know you can expect a lot more content moving forward uh again we're probably going to move to a bi-weekly schedule for the podcast itself uh, however, I'm going to start making some more short form uh, game content uh, moving forward here soon. Um, and especially probably for Starfield. Uh, definitely expect to see a lot of Starfield content uh, whenever the game fully releases. Um, so yeah, thanks for watching or thanks for listening. And make sure to follow us on all of your favorite platforms. And definitely share the episode with your friends and family. Uh, don't forget to leave a like and subscribe if you enjoyed the episode and definitely leave a comment below. Which game are you most excited for for the fall or winter this year? Um, you looking forward to Starfield? Are you looking forward to another Call of Duty, uh, which we get every year? But that's OK, because I definitely buy them every year anyways. Um, but yeah, definitely let us know in the comments below. Uh, next time we record an episode, Mitch will be here again. Um, he just wasn't able to join us today, but yeah, thanks for listening. We'll see you guys next time.